Welcome to Speed Learning English, your podcast for smarter and more professional English. Hi, Richard. How are you today? Hi, Sven. I'm fine. And you? Everything's great. I'm always fine when I'm talking to you because I can always learn something new, not only in English, but also about life and business. That's great. Today, let's talk about car rentals. In the last episode, last week, we spoke about conversation and dialogues at the airport. Now that we have arrived at the airport, at our destination, we would like to pick up our, our car. So we head to the car rental. Um, what do we need before we go there? So... In our assumption, we have traveled to another country, a foreign nation, a foreign country. So, first of all, before you <laughs> start um, start your vacation or your business trip, you should um, have alliances for that country in order. So, in Germany, there's there's um, they have uh, agreement with different countries where you can um, go to. Um, Go and pick up your driving license, driving license for um, different countries. I think I have 42 on that agreement. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> so um, um, that allows you to drive in these countries. So you should always um, have the documentations in order, your documents in order for for in order to drive in that country. And then, if you want to rent the car, um, you should. Oftentimes, there are. Um, um, rental car services at the airport already. They are quite expensive than the others that are out of town or out of the airport. And then you go there, you should have the currency if you're not in the Eurozone, the correct currency, and then you are good to go to rent your car. Well, most car rental stations, do you call them car rental stations? Um, so I would say uh, pickup locations, I guess, um, something like that. Or um, they they normally ask for your credit card. So if you don't have a credit card, you can hardly rent a car. And also, um, you need a deposit mostly, um, which is also put on your credit card. So if you, for example, if you don't have a credit card because you are not you're a cash man or you are not I don't know things happen that you don't have a credit card then it might become difficult to rent a car even if you've got somebody else's credit card and this person is not there it might become difficult to have a contract with a company even if you booked in advance uh, online for example That's true. That's true. Yeah. There you can see my age. The last time I was in the process of renting a car or um, were able to see the process of renting a car where um, they used um, hard currency at that time. Oh, so I think very nowadays... Old. Richard, yeah. you're very old. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays, um, they um, indeed, they also, um, only or mostly use um, credit cards, yes. So if you have a lot of money and you don't use credit cards, you have to buy a car. That's the other option then. 
or just um, come back to public transportation. That's also depending oh, on where you are. You can have a taxi driver for four weeks. And now you can see how young I am, Sven. <laughs> you can use um, platforms as Uber, uh, uh, Lyft, or there are several um, car rental platforms um, that you can use to rent or to rent or hire a car. That's right. Okay. Now, let's imagine we got the car. <laughs> Then we have to we have to. Um, make sure that everything is okay with the car. If the car is fully insured, we can more or less just take the car as it comes. But of course, we have to make sure that all the security devices work so that we have, uh, for example, in, in some um, countries, you need those emergency vests that you have in the car. Two of them in Austria, for example. Well, people who want to speak English are not traveling to Austria, but in other countries, you might need this emergency triangle and your first aid kit. But also, you should make sure that there are no damages at the car, because if you return the car and you're not completely or fully insured, then you have to pay for damages you might not have caused by yourself. That's true. Now, when you take the car, you have to make sure that it's either fueled completely or that you know how much fuel you have to put in before you return it. Or you also have another, I don't care about anything package where you can just return the car the way it is, even in parts. Okay. And then driving on the left side in some countries might be a very interesting challenge. That's, that's ha true. Have you that's ever driven a car on the left side? I have to be honest, um, no, I don't, I don't feel as comfortable driving on the left side as driving on the right side. So I kind of avoid it because I can put myself in certain situations where I have to take a decision on a split second and where I can tell myself that I know myself well enough to say I could not make that decision in a split second so just stick to what you know and um, that's driving on the right hand side and so okay no I have to, to, to shorten the answer no I have not it takes about one day to get used to it from my experience but I mean within this day you are extremely tensed yes because your brain just has to Uh, switch and as you say you're not reacting let's say ref uh, in a, in a re reflex you are you have to think about your activity your action yes so and for so this it's reason smooth normally when you're driving everything is more or less something you know automotive you know what i mean yeah that's um, right in that sense where when you start to think about something that you normally do without thinking about it you kind of hesitate to do it right yes and, and you feel like you feel like driving the first week after having your driving license and now imagine you're on vacation and you're putting yourself in this stressful situation <laughs> yeah so we come back to renting a taxi driver for four weeks <laughs> yes Or no, but I, in fact i recommend to take 
um, an automatic car. Yeah, I mean, you, yes. you have this gear drive still in a lot of countries, but uh, automatic drive makes it much easier because then you just have to focus on the steering wheel because the indicator in German blinker and um, light, etc., they are at the same side. Mm -hmm. So you've got the, the uh, windscreen wiper on one side and the indicator on the other side and also light, etc. And yeah, so using automatic cars are is much easier. And I'm not sure how much um, happiness will occur if you have an uh, electric car, like a Tesla, for example. I'm not sure how the infrastructure in England, in the UK, or in, in the United States, or Australia, New Zealand, Canada, etc., or in Africa is, if you have a car like this. So let's imagine you, you take your own car, which is um, a, a car with a steering wheel on the left, and you are driving, let's say, to, to the UK, then it might be difficult if you have got a Tesla. Um, I'm not aware of that. Do you have yeah, any information about this? How the, infra uh, um, the infrastructure, um, so um, as always, the, the northern countries, so um, Sweden and Norway are the best um, concerning the infrastructure of um, 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 e drive charging stations for mm. electric cars, electric vehicles. Um, so I think, I don't know if Germany's in third or fourth place but the uk is not far far behind that because they had um they had a law that um that um was um making it easier to buy electric vehicles for consumers so the, on the other hand the state then obviously kind of uh, built up the infrastructure for uh, the charging stations but it's not as well as um let's say sweden or norway but it's 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 quite good, and you also have to 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 think about the 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 rate range angst or the 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 fear that um that the range is not sufficient that you have um, not sufficiently uh, charged your electric vehicle is not hap happens often with the driver. But if you go into the evidence, drivers do not tend to drive that long distances. So when is the last time you drove, I don't know, 100 kilometers? Well... One trip, on one trip. With an electric car? No, no, with your normal car. With my normal car? Yes. Um, yesterday. Well, okay, then you are not. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, that was not helpful. <laughs> my, my car is my office. <laughs> you know, okay. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy my spare time. I take my car. I've got a... I've got a very nice car with all the comfort that I like and a lot of space for my activities. So um, I enjoy driving somewhere and um, spending time in a nice place. Yeah, I mean, we are recording this in lockdown time, lockdown times. But, but it's still, nice of course, um, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not imprisoned and uh, the forest is still the safest place to be. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. But normally if I'm on a on a vacation 
and I need a car there, I have to be flexible. I want to to um, drive around. And also if I have business meetings, for example, um, it's not it's not uncommon to have 100 kilometers or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Okay. So once we have arrived where we want to be, then we have to ask for several directions, maybe ask for restaurants, supermarkets, bookstores, pharmacies, etc., museums, operas. So let's talk about this next time. Okay. Um, for today, I want to thank you for, um, for chatting with us, for having this conversation with me. And yeah, talk next week then, Richard. Have Thanks, a great sir. week. Thank you, sir. Have a nice week too. Ja, und wenn du dein Englisch verbessern möchtest und vielleicht auch mit Richard persönlich mal online gecoacht werden möchtest oder drei Tage hier zu uns nach Mainz kommen willst, zu mir nach Mainz oder auch mit Richard hier mal bei uns in der Region was machen möchtest, dann melde dich einfach unter info at speedlearning.academy. Wir sind bereit, wenn du es bist. Ansonsten weiterhin eine gute Zeit. Bleib unserem Podcast treu, empfehle ihn weiter, teile ihn gerne mit Freunden, Arbeitskollegen und Bekannten und gib uns gerne im Feedback auch deine Ideen für mögliche Gesprächsthemen hier. Bis dann. What about the fuel? What kinds of fuel do there exist in, in other countries? So we have Uh, yeah. Da fragst du mich ja heute Sachen über das Auto. Und <lacht> also Benzin und, super, ben, Benzin und Super heißt ja nicht Benzin und Super. Achso, Petrol, ja, yeah, Petrol Station oder Gasstation, ja. Yeah. Ja, genau, Diesel ist Diesel. Mhm. Und dann? Petrol oder Gasstation, it depends where, um, where you are, but most people use Petrol Station. Genau, und dann hast du irgendwie 98 oder 95. Ja, da bin ich wieder raus. <lacht> 98 <lacht> und 95, was ist das denn? Das ist die Oktanzahl. Ah, da kann ich jetzt was lernen, was ist eine Oktanzahl? Ähm, das hat irgendwas mit dem Mischungsverhältnis zu tun, das der Motor braucht. Du hast ja diese Sportwagen zum Beispiel, mhm. die brauchen super und die Mittelklassewagen, die begnügen sich auch manchmal mit Benzin. Ah ja, okay, das, okay, das habe ich, da, das muss ich tatsächlich nicht. Okay, also wir haben, wir haben auf der einen Seite Diesel, mhm, und auf der anderen Seite Petrol. Okay, wir überspringen das Thema einfach. Mhm. Ja. Okay. Oktanzahl hätte ich jetzt auch nicht auf Englisch gewusst. <lacht> <lacht> Eigenartig, oder? Wirklich wichtigen Sache. Okay. Gut. Ja. Yeah.